Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, May 23rd, and we have completed week 20 of 2022. As a reminder, be sure to check out all the great deals on businesstravel360.com. We do all the work of tracking the deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is to visit the deals page and sign up. You do not want to miss the ability to take advantage of the amazing benefits that are announced by airlines, hotels, and ground transportation companies. Now, let's get to the headlines. Circo has signed an agreement with CWT to offer Circo's Xeno booking platform as a globally preferred tool. CWT already had a reseller agreement with Xeno with an agreement that expanded availability to CWT clients in the U.S. and Canada. The agreement was due for renewal next month. Now, as a globally preferred booking platform, Xeno is one of limited number of platforms that CWT will support. Circo's partnership with CWT will help it further grow its North American presence, which the company said is still in the early stages. As airline travel ramps up, so too apparently is customer dissatisfaction. According to the JD-powered 2022 North American Airlines Satisfaction Study, the overall average airline passenger satisfaction score declined 22 points from last year's score of 820 on a scale of 1,000. Still, that score of 798 is the second highest average score in the survey in the past five years. The reasons include increasing fares, more crowded planes and airports, and relatively fewer aircraft flying. As passenger volume goes up, it's more difficult to pay attention to individual passengers. The average cost of an airline ticket continues its march upward, but it is not deterring travelers from booking travel. That is according to the new data released on Thursday by ARC. According to ARC, the average U.S. round-trip ticket price increased again in April, now totaling $585. That is 8% higher than March, which saw an average ticket price of $540 and 45% higher the same month last year. Still, despite the increase, data from April shows that the total air ticket sales was up 156% over April 2021. Still, despite the increase, data from April shows that the total air ticket price sales are up 156% over April of 2021. That is good news for a U.S. travel industry that continues its recovery to and past the numbers it reached in 2019. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The Spanish authorities have finally taken another step towards the removal of the COVID entry restrictions, lifting the health controls performed at the land borders with France for over two years now. According to the decision, travelers entering Spain through the land borders with France are no longer required to present proof of COVID-19 vaccination. Previously, all travelers had to present one of three documents meeting the criteria set by Spanish authorities in order to be able to enter Spain from France. The Moroccan government said it has canceled COVID-19 PCR test requirements for all incoming travelers. Morocco has lifted all measures to contain the virus but kept an emergency decree in place, allowing for reinstating restrictive measures in case of a surge. 
Austrian authorities have announced that all travels will be permitted restriction-free entry to the country and has decided to lift all of its COVID-19 entry rules. The move means that all travelers, regardless of their country of origin, can now travel to Austria for all kinds of purposes without being required to present a valid vaccination certificate. The Japanese government said that it will ease its COVID-19 border controls. The government also plans to relax rules regarding COVID-19 testing and quarantine, dividing countries and regions into three categories based on their infection situation. Travelers from the group with the lowest infection rate will be exempt from testing upon arrival in Japan and quarantining at home. About 80% of entrants are likely to be from countries and regions that fall into that group. Travelers will still need to be able to provide a pre-departure negative test result. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. French hotel booking platform CDS Group has acquired expense management provider Raidu's travel platform. Financial terms of the deal were undisclosed. Raidu, which reports Burger King, Deloitte, Singapore Airlines among its more than ten thousand corporate customers around the world, was launched in two thousand and eighteen by employee service firm Sodesco following its acquisition of expense management supplier Expenditure. With the sale of the travel platform to CDS, Raidu will focus on its expense tool and strong partnerships where its clients will choose the best booking tool that suits their needs, as well as connections to other systems including HR and payment. Shareholders of Colombia's Avianca and controlling shareholder of Brazil low-cost carrier Gol have signed an agreement to form a holding company that will control both airlines. The Abra Group will also own a non-controlling 100% economic interest in Viva's operations in Colombia and Peru. Certain financial investors have committed to invest up to $300 million in shares of Abra upon closing. The airlines expect the transition to be completed in the second half of 2022. Corporate booking platform Atris announced it has signed an agreement to acquire Retravel.io, which brings machine learning technology to Atris. The Atris co-founder said that the acquisition will help bolster the abilities of the Atris platform. Atris, launched in 2018, is the technology layer that sits between travel management companies, travelers, and corporate buyers. Virgin Australia and Qatar Airways have announced a strategic partnership, which includes a codeshare agreement and expanded loyalty benefits. The deal will see Virgin Australia customers gain access to 140 destinations via Qatar's network. Qatar Airways passengers will have access to Virgin Australia's recently relaunched short-haul international markets, including Fiji and Queenstown, New Zealand. While the agreement will also include reciprocal loyalty benefits, allowing Qatar Airways Privilege Club members to earn and redeem avios when flying on Virgin Australia. Argentinian-based online travel agency Despegar has acquired Via Genet, a competitor based in Brazil. This marks the third acquisition of a Brazil-based company with Despegar, which operates as Decolor in the Brazilian market. In August 2020, it bought Coin, a Brazilian online payment platform, and earlier this year, it acquired a 51% stake in Stays, a Brazilian-based supplier of property management solutions for vacation rentals. In 2019, Via Genet's revenue was about 30 million dollars. During 2021, the company's online sales accounted for about 98 percent of total sales, with 88 percent of gross bookings coming in through its B2C channel, and the remainder as B2B. And now, in news relating to the return to travel. 
Qantas customers can fly now and pay later with the new payment option, helping them make up for lost time and travel to as many destinations as possible. Customers will be able to book domestic and international flights on Qantas.com using Buy Now Pay Later provider Zip and earn Qantas points. Frequent flyers will be able to choose to earn Qantas points through Zip's loyalty program, Zip Rewards, while making some everyday purchases, providing another way for members to maximize the points they earn. Qantas loyalty CEO Olivia Worth said, "This is the first time that the airline has partnered with a buy now pay later provider to offer the payment option for flights." United Airlines has opened a new 30,000 square foot United Club at Newark Liberty International Airport, making it the largest club in United's network. Located in Terminal C3 near Gate C123, the club includes more than 480 seats, six shower suites, locally sourced art and furniture pieces, and a view of the Manhattan skyline. It also offers self-scan entry and free high-speed Wi-Fi. About a month after outlining its super app strategy, adding train and rail rentals, and soon flights and hotels to its app, Uber has unleashed several new features designed to capture the end-to-end traveler journey. Among the offerings announced by the company's GoJet 2022 virtual event is Uber Travel, which allows users to reserve rides for each leg of their itinerary in one go. By connecting a Gmail account, Uber Travel keeps track of flight, hotel, and restaurant reservations in one place, so travelers can find and book rides where needed. Users can earn 10% in Uber Cash for each ride booked with Uber Travel. Now, in some technology news, travel booking and management provider Amtrav has expanded the capability of its Gather tool, launched earlier this year, to handle planning for meetings and events. Amtrav announced Gather in February as a tool to manage guest travel bookings, with which travel managers can set aside policies and parameters around guest travel and let guests book their own travel within those parameters via a link. Attendees book within the Amtrav platform so that they can access negotiated rates, and planners can select a card for payment. Planners can also work with Amtrav meetings experts to source and negotiate rooms, event space, and airline meeting rates. Deem is partnering with Thrust Carbon to provide carbon emissions information on flights, hotels, and rental cars in Deem's Eta platform. Eta's EcoCheck feature will show carbon emissions data for each supplier at the point of booking, as well as total emissions for a trip during and after booking. EcoCheck will be available on Eta's web and Android platform by the end of May. It will also be available on iOS at some point this year, though the timeframe is not yet available, according to a Deem spokesperson. Confirma Pay has launched a new carbon reporting system that measures the environmental impact of business trips based on payment data from virtual cards. The system Confirma Carbon Reporting is available to both users of the Confirma Pay app and companies using Visa Commercial Pay, and initially is focusing on emissions from flights and hotels via integration with Thrust Carbon. When travelers use the virtual card to pay for flights and hotels, Thrust Carbon's data, which factor in such data as aircraft model and age and duration of the flight and load factor, can calculate emissions for the trip. Mexican low-cost airline Viva Aerobus has signed an agreement to distribute its flights and services through Sabre's global distribution system. The agreement also includes implementation of Sabre's branded fare technology, with which Viva Aerobus can provide travelers with the lowest fares and a personalized experience where they only pay for what they really need. Viva Aerobus is one of Mexico's largest airlines and operates more than 130 domestic routes within Mexico, as well as international routes to Colombia, Cuba, and the U.S. 
Uber is redesigning its Uber for Business vouchers dashboard with new features to launch in the coming weeks. Vouchers initially launched in 2019 and enable organizations to fully or partially pay for rides with Uber and delivery with Uber Eats. Since Uber for Business introduced vouchers, the product has expanded to international markets between 2020 and 2021. Usage grew 300% according to Uber. And now in some space news. Boeing's Starliner cruise ship has successfully docked at the International Space Station for the first time ever. As part of NASA's Boeing Orbital Flight Test 2, the Starliner aircraft lifted off Thursday evening on an Atlas V rocket from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida. The uncrewed spacecraft successfully docked at the space station's Harmony module, and the astronauts living aboard the station opened the hatch for the first time on Saturday, carrying more than 800 pounds of cargo, including 500 pounds of NASA cargo and crew supplies. Starliner will spend five to ten days docked at the space station before returning to Earth in a desert landing in the western U.S. This is the second uncrewed flight test for the Starliner spacecraft for NASA's commercial crew program. Following a successful completion of the mission, NASA and Boeing will determine a launch window for NASA's Boeing crew flight test, Starliner's first flight with astronauts on board. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching "Business Travel 360" on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.